0: Live from San Diego, California, we go live to the newsroom with your host for Nick's Nerd. What up, what up, what up, fam? What, what? It's ho. I don't know what I was saying. It's me, your host, Nick. This is Nick's Nerd News. Welcome to the show. I'm talking really fast. Why am I doing that? I don't know. I felt like it. Throw you off. I'm always different, right? Do something different every week. Mostly. Sometimes I repeat myself. It happens. It happens. I'm not I'm not a professional comedian. I'm just not. I, I don't even write jokes. I just say things. Right? Anyway, hey. How's it going? Welcome back. Welcome in. Happy to have you. If you're new, you're returning. You've been gone a while. Happy to have you. I love I love y'all. I love you all. I don't care where, where you're from, what you do, who you are, this is this is the place to be. Nick's nerd news. Where you can listen to a uh, young, thirty something Italian American talk about nerd shit. You know, because uh, we're we're a dime a dozen. I mean, (laughs) I I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm just joking around, man. I'm just having fun. I'm just having fun. It is Wednesday, June 23rd. We're almost to July, folks. We are almost to July. Oh, my God. I cannot believe it. I'm in literal shock. This year has flown by compared to last year. But, hey, the movie theaters are open. Movies are coming out. Fast 9 this weekend let's get to it folks let's get let's get to what we are here today to listen to but before we do that you know what you do whatever you want i don't care if you like subscribe share poke delete cancel but hey let's just get to it right what's what's going on in the video game world shall we well you know madden nfl 22 is is coming out this year it's you can cl- set your clock to it. Let's let's put it that way, right? Madden Madden comes out every year, and this year they're hyping up the newfangled features coming to Madden twenty two, and a lot of people decided to point out the uh, in- inaccuracies, if you will, of of EA claiming that it it has uh, n- new features in 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 the new Madden. But... But, these are actually features that were in NCAA 2014. Like, the uh, addition of adding, like, how the fans can can affect the game. And it's like, really? EA? Like, really? You're trying to tout shit from six, seven fucking years ago as as new shit? Like, get the fuck out of here, dude. That's why I haven't bought a Madden in quite a while. I don't even play sports games anymore, really. I'll, I'll buy them if I if there's, like, an athlete on the cover that I, I really care about. Like, I got the Kobe edition of, of NBA 2K21 last year. Have I played it? No. Uh, I got the Tom Brady GOAT edition a couple years ago of Madden. I barely touched that game. Um, I mean, I might get this year's just because Tom Brady's on it again, but, like, First off, my friends don't even play sports games anymore. They're not cross play, which is the wildest thing to me. of Of all games that should be cross play, it should be fucking sports games at this point because more human beings buy sports games than do uh, like most other games, except with the exception of Call of duty. like there's there's two games that most non-gamers will buy if they have a system. Mostly call it most likely call of duty. Or a sports game, either NBA, Madden, or or FIFA. and That's why those games are always at the top of the sell, best-selling list every month, right? So the fact that a sports game is not cross-play is wild to me in 2021. But at the same time, it's like if you're just crapping out the same game year after year after year, which has been a big issue with Madden for a long time, and I get when a new system... Generation comes out. It's a little bit harder to to do some things, but it's like, us when this is gonna be the first Madden on a new generation, like wholly, gen, wholly committed to uh Series X and 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 PS Five, and then you're touting, touting, you're touting new features in a game that you had in a different sports game in 2013, 2014, Like, nah, fam, you need to like check yourself right cuz that that that's ludicrous that that they would tout it as new and it is not new and yeah i get ai will get better and better and all that shit but like come on ea get get the fuck out of here dude there's the door wake up wake up dude this is ridiculous um and here's something so the next thing i want to talk about and like I said, I don't like to get political on this show at all, but it 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 my hand is kind of forced in this situation. It's not forced. I don't really have to talk about it. I want to talk about it, and and it it revolves around the the creator of Five Nights at Freddy's, and it recently came out that that he has donated money to uh, certain politicians that that many people don't necessarily agree with. Uh, there are many people that do. Um, which, which is counterintuitive to things that he has said and done in the past. So it's like, how can you support this group of politicians, um, but yet you say you're an ally to certain groups of people and things like this. N- now, look. you. I don't care who you vote for. Well, In certain situations, I do. Because I just want to make sure you vote for someone who has your best interests at heart, right? Not their own. Not corporations. Yours. You are are voting for them to represent you. Not people that aren't you. Like, people that vote against their wallet just because of a a letter at the end of a name is asinine to me. Like, I'm not going to vote like just for a republican just cuz they're a republican I'm not going to vote for a democrat just cuz they're a democrat or blah 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 whatever letters at the end like I'm going to vote like is this person going to do something that's going to make my life better I don't care what is at the end of your name if it's an i a d an r probably not an s let's <laughs> let's be realistic here but like it, 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 it's ridiculous to me that people just vote a letter right but for someone to be heckled, and attacked, and forced out of an industry based on his political donations, I don't. I don't care who they're to, as long as they're not to like Nazis, right? Like that person has that right. This is America; they have that right to do that. Okay. And and this has to do with Scott Cawthon. Caw- Cawthon, Cawthon. Uh, he's the creator of Five Nights at Freddy's, and essentially he has announced his retirement. Um, on his website, scottgames.com, he wrote, quote, I realize that I miss a lot of things that I got to focus on before FNAF, Five Nights at Freddy's, became such a success. I miss making games for my kids, I miss doing it just for fun, and I miss making RPGs even though I stink at it. All of this is to say that I am retiring. I have been shown tremendous love and support over this past week, a lot of which has come from the LGBTQ community. The kindness shown to me has been surreal. Um, unquote. So this has to do with um, him giving uh, money to Republican candidates. And and look, regardless of how you feel about them, if you claim to be an ally of, of the LGBT community, you can't necessarily be 100% on board with you, there's some Republicans you can support, don't get me wrong. But the ones he was giving money to have shown that they're not exactly allies to that community. So it's like, it, it's it's counterintuitive. It, it's, it's you know, hey, I support this community, but I'm going to make sure that a person who wants to not support this community gets elected and can create laws to affect that community. So it's like, you're kind of lying. or it, it comes off as disingenuous, right? And And I get it. Um he also I guess he then went on to put on on Reddit beforehand he said quote if i get canceled then i get canceled i don't do this for the money anymore i do it because i enjoy it if people think i'm doing more harm than good now then maybe it's better that i get canceled and retire i would accept that unquote um so it 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 interesting take <laughs> um but it, it it's interesting um He doesn't necessarily say it's due to him being caught. I mean, he wasn't really caught. This is all public information, right? Um, But he did also say he says he wants to focus on his family. I get that, too. Um, He said, quote, I have six kids now. I want to focus my attention on them, focus on protecting them, and spend my time making things for them. I only ask that my fan base respect my decision, unquote. Um, He also said that, quote, in regards to Five Nights at Freddy's, Quote, someone else will eventually be running the show. Someone of my choosing and someone that I trust, unquote. Look, by canceling him, you're not doing anything, right? I mean, the man's still making money. People are still going to play his games. People love his games. They respect what he's done. But for people to essentially, like, force his retirement, I'm not cool with that. Regardless of who you are, who you vote for, who you give money to. Like I said, as long as it's not Nazis, I don't give a fuck. But to force this man to essentially quit... I'm not okay with that. I'm just not. If you're going to sit and defend other people, but not people that you don't agree with, then then you're you're being a hypocrite. You might not personally agree with that person or who he wants to vote for. You might not agree with that person or who he wants to give money to. But if you play his games and you support him as a creator, you gave him the ability to do that. So you don't... you. Like I get it's like oh that's my money that I get no get it fuck no stop stop we're not going down that road because that's that's a ridiculous thing too but no this man has every right to do what he did okay you don't have to agree with him but you can't just tell him go away just stop buying his games that's all you need to do you don't you don't force him out of the community you 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 just say I'm not going to support him anymore that's fine because other people that might will. But by doing this, by doing this, you bring in people who might not be part of your community, who might not necessarily uh, give a shit about him or the games or anything. But they're gonna, you're gonna bring these grifters in, if you will, that are just gonna dump money into his pockets because they're supporting someone being canceled. Like you're, you're creating something. You're creating a possible effect where. It does the opposite of what you're trying to do. I'm not saying anyone, people that get canceled sometimes usually get deserved to be canceled. He did not. The man has every right to do what he did. And people are justified in, in not supporting him any longer, people are justified in no longer agreeing with him. Uh, it's it just, there's a lot of things that are just not okay in this situation. And the fact that he was essentially, it, it looks like, forced to retire is something I don't agree with, even if I don't agree with him. Because he has that right. Because we live in a country that affords him that right. I don't like talking about this shit. I don't want to talk about this shit. But here we are, because people are hypocrites. People are big, fat, fucking hypocrites. And I don't like that shit. And this is what happens. Let's talk about something fun. Let's talk about something else. I don't want to talk about that shit anymore. Um, On Thursday, last week, we had the Xbox Showcase Extended, or whatever they called it, uh, like part two of their E3 presentation. And essentially what happened is we had more information on games they didn't show off in their main showcase, right? Um, One of those things being that... uh, The Xbox Design Lab is back. Um, So you can go on and and, uh, design your own Xbox uh, Series X controllers that also work on Xbox One. Um, And they uh, also talked about Hellblade 2. We got more information about Forza. Um, There was more information about some other uh, games from other... Uh, other developers that that weren't at the main showcase, right? Um uh, so like I said we got more information on on Hellblade 2. Um it was more behind the scenes stuff. Um 343 broke down more Halo Infinite multiplayer stuff, Forza Horizon 5, more breakdown on on their new m- bigger map. Uh, like I said design series or design lab is back for Xbox Series X controllers. Um got a deeper dive into to Battlefield 2042. Um, more more stuff was shown off of the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean expansion for Sea of Thieves. Um, more uh, Tim Schafer gave a lot more background information on Psychonauts 2 before it releases in August. Um, we got a look at some new indie games, of course. Um, and then they announced a new next-gen version of A Plague Tale. Um, we got... The announcement of the final four uh, factions for Age of Empires 4. So that will be uh, the Holy Roman Empire, um, Moscow, Mongol Empire, France, and uh, uh, I think China was it. Um, There's a new Land Anywhere feature coming to Microsoft Flight Simulator as well as it coming to console next month. Um some stuff on on Hades that's been around for a while because that's finally coming to Xbox in August. Um, more information on the grounded updates. Uh, I they went really deep into that new shredders uh, snowboard game of all games um, and it just deep dives into some of the games and then of course like I said, some stuff that wasn't necessarily shown off uh, on Sunday um, but not not a whole lot that was different just just deeper information, more rich information than, than what, um, essentially, uh, you would have gotten at the, the main showcase. But yeah, that just to follow up, like I said, the biggest, the biggest thing in my opinion was the, the design line, design lab coming back. So that way you can, you know, design your own controllers again. Um, then of course, uh, so it looks like there's been some leaks coming from the, um, the Epic game store. And it it's hinting at possibly uh, Final Fantasy VII remake coming to PC, uh, as well as the uh, remastered version of Alan Wake, which has been uh, so far has been unannounced. Alan Wake is one of the most underrated games in my personal opinion. It is It is an amazing game. It is Remedy, who has a track record of just making great fucking games. You know, Max Payne one and two. Uh, Alan Wake, of course, Uh, uh, Quantum Break, uh, Control, which is an amazing game. Um, But 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 Alan Wake, if Alan Wake remastered is a thing, it is it is such an amazing game that do not sleep on that game. It is such a great game to play. Yes, I know it's. Uh, older at this point like i uh, we we're, we're getting close to 10 years on it but it, it is an amazing game especially now that we know that it it ties in with the control franchise and universe it's all in the same universe so it, uh, they're hopefully maybe gearing up for a possible Alan Wake 2 so let's fingers crossed <laughs> um let me see so in 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 the strangest thing i've heard in quite a while Apparently, uh, the uh, head of, of Sony PlayStation, uh, Jim Ryan, uh, was being interviewed uh, was being interviewed and this man flip-flops on, on positions more than, than anyone I friggin know in the gaming industry. Um, but, but he was being interviewed by uh, uh, Axios of all people. Again, why does he always go to like non-gaming sites? Um, but in a new interview, he said, quote, we support and encourage crossplay." unquote. Yeah, that doesn't really jive with other things in the past, especially what came out in the Apple versus Epic lawsuit. Um, he also went on to say that, quote, that number will continue to grow, unquote, about games that are, in, uh, have crossplay. Right now, we have Fortnite, Rocket League, Call of Duty, Minecraft, and Destiny 2, which is coming soon, um... And especially after, um, you know, back in 2018, when Fortnite came out on Switch, um, people couldn't carry over their Epic account um, from PS4. So, like, this is just counterintuitive to things that he's done in the past. Um, but it, it's just like, why? Why? Um, it's just so weird. Um, you know, the, especially now that we heard that, you know, Borderlands 3 is gonna be cross play except with PlayStation, because Randy Pitchford's like, yeah, except them for some reason. People will be like, oh, the, oh, Microsoft did that in the past. It's like, yeah, well, they did that under a different leadership, right? And and things changed. Back then, both companies were way more entrenched in you buy my system, you buy my system. Not so much anymore. Um But it it just it's it's really strange uh, to hear so many hypocritical things back and forth, flip-flopping, and, and then to say, I want more, right? Like, just fucking do it. You don't have to do it with all your games. You don't have to put your games on PC. Just on the, the games that people know or you know are going to be the biggest fucking sellers across all systems. Just make it fucking crossplay. Just do it. If they don't have a marketing deal with you, just do it right it doesn't hurt you in any way if anything it helps you cuz your your you know your fans the people in in your community the people owners of your system be like fuck yeah i'm going to get this game on this platform because i can play with my friends even if they're on the other like it it's 20 fucking 21 right you don't have to do it with 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 ghost of tsushima you don't have to do it with ratchet and clank or or anything. Just just call it like the big ones. Call of Duty, which has it. Battlefield, you know, Fortnite, which I granted I'm saying things that have it, but like put it on Borderlands, man. Put it put it on on on, on shit that's gonna be on every console. Like get out of here. Yeah, maybe work out a deal to get like exclusive skins or guns or some shit. That but as long as they're not OP and they're not they don't give a competitive advantage. But like what, what's, what, how is it hurting you? It's not. It's not. Someone saying, oh, that's cross play isn't going to keep them from fucking buying your, your, your console or your game. It's just going to be like, oh, I can have my console of choice and still play with my friends. That's simple, dude. That's fucking simple. And then now you have to backpedal. After. It's annoying. It's annoying. It really is. Um,. Moving from one head of a gaming company to another, um, Doug Bowser, the president of Nintendo America, um, was asked about the Switch XL or Switch Pro or whatever you want to call it um, by the Washington Post. uh, And he said, quote, We are always looking at technology and how technology can enhance gameplay experiences. It's not technology for technology's sake. It's how specifically can technology enhance a gameplay experience and then where do you apply that technology do you want to apply it on current existing hardware or platforms or do you want to wait for the next platform and that's what and then what's right gameplay experience with that there's a lot there's a host of factors that goes into it and it's something we're always looking at unquote so they're not necessarily um he's not necessarily saying it's coming but he's not necessarily saying that it isn't but who knows? Um, he goes on to say stuff about their, their branching out from consoles and gaming um, and other devices and things like that. So it, it it's uh, really interesting. It's, it's with the Washington Post. Like I said, you guys can go check it out. I just want to talk about the, the Switch XL, you know, because everyone thought it was supposed to be announced last week. Um, but he also did go on to say. Quote, I think it's an exciting time to be a part of the gaming business, I really do. We're seeing more and more people engaged in it as part of their primary forms of overall entertainment. We're seeing various ways they can engage, whether it's on mobile platforms and on, or on dedicated platforms such as the Nintendo Switch. It's a vibrant industry going forward. Honestly, I take that as, I really don't think this Switch XL is coming this year. If it does, I'll be shocked. If it comes out next year, I won't be. Um, if they don't at all, I'll, I won't, I, that seems more about right until whatever the next Nintendo console is. They don't, Nintendo doesn't adhere to the normal console generation cycle, right? They do whatever the fuck they want. They're Nintendo. And Sony and PlayStation, Sony, Sony and PlayStation. Microsoft and Sony are not competing with Nintendo, right? Nintendo's in, a, in its own little world, doing its own little thing. It will constantly sell systems, will constantly sell games. No need to worry about them, right? They got—they're flush with cash. They live in their own little pocket dimension, so they can do whatever they want, and it really doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. The only time Sony and Microsoft really pay attention are, you know, if, if Nintendo's going to release a game that could impact them, like Breath of the Wild, too. Sony and Microsoft are going to make sure their their exclusives don't come out the same week because they know. A game like Breath of the Wild 2 is going to trump almost everything, right? But it's interesting to hear from them. Uh, and we're actually going to hear from Phil Spencer later today. So we're hearing from the head of every every console maker this week. I mean, it makes sense since E3 was last week. So, <laughs> you know, you get it. Uh, the, the company that is not at E3 anymore, EA, uh, they have announced that they will hold their EA showcase or EA play or whatever the hell you ca- they call it uh, next month. They've been teasing uh, from Motive, EA Motive, uh, uh, the resurgence of a fan favorite IP, and of course, everyone just automatically assumes it's it's dead space. Which, let's be real realistic, it probably will be dead space. Um, I'm holding out hope that it's not. Um, I would say Command and Conquer, but Motive is not a, 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 a RTS studio. Um, it's probably dead space. Let's just be honest here. I'm not even going to speculate more, more than that. It, it, it's probably Dead Space. <laughs> I was going to say, like, oh, uh, no, it's Dead Space probably. Um, <laughs> um, anyway, moving on. Uh, Microsoft also announced this week uh, a new partnership with, with uh, monitor makers um, for new gaming monitors that are optimized for use with Xbox Series X and S. Uh, They have collaborated with Acer, Asus, and Philips uh, to to take monitors that utilize HDMI 2.1 and allow for uh, AMD FreeSync, 4K resolution, and 120Hz resolution. Uh, There's the Philips Momentum Gaming Monitor, ASUS's Strix Xbox Edition Gaming Monitor, and Acer's Xbox Edition Gaming Monitor. Uh, They will all release later this year. Uh, and they range in size from 28 inches to 55. So the Philips Momentum will be a 55-inch screen. Um, it's a monitor and soundbar in one. So this is more TV than it is monitor. Um, and uh, the the soundbar is created by Bowers & Wilkins. Um, it supports 4K resolution at 120 hertz, powered by AMD FreeSync Premium Pro. Um, it also has high-contrast HDR. Um and uh, what is it? it will retail at $15.99 starting this summer. Um, there's the Asus. Oh, and uh, they also want to have other Xbox licensed stuff with Philips. I guess there's lighting on the back of it too. Um, oh yeah, it will have a, a image on the back, like a light LED on the back that will match like the, the game on screen. There's the Asus Strix Xbox Edition gaming monitor, which is a 43-inch monitor. And this is the ASIC ROG Strix Xbox Edition. It's 43 inches, 4K UHD. Uh, has 1ms moving picture response time. Uh, it's been co-developed with the Xbox team. And it is also going to have AMD FreeSync Premium Pro. Uh, native 4K 120 hertz at HDMI uh, 2.1. It also has a 90% DCI-P3 color gamut. Uh, Display HDR 1000 certification. And it will be available in October, uh, and it will vary by region. I did look; I just looked online. It was around price around thirteen hundred. Um, then is the Acer Xbox Edition gaming monitor. It is a twenty-eight inch monitor. It uh, I saw nine fifty when I went online. It will have four K at one twenty hertz, HDMI two point one. It has VESA Display HDR four hundred. Um, so this is a true like a- computer monitor. Uh, it will have AMD FreeSync Premium. It will also have Acer Vision Care 3.0. Um, it will also be TUV iSafe certified. So it, it, the blue light, it will be um, much more reduced than, than anything else. Um, it also has a KVM switch. So you can uh, switch between multiple PCs without having to change the monitor or any setup. Um, and it will retail for 950 available this fall. Um, it will also be utilizing the ultra-speed, high-speed HDMI cable. Um, so that is what is going on with that. And you can get those ultra-fast HDMI cables if you want to get extra ones. Uh, they're 65 bucks, which is wild. Um, but they say this is just the beginning, so I'm, I'm guessing more peripherals are coming. Don't forget... The Xbox Series Fridge is also releasing, Mini Fridge is also releasing uh, this fall. Um, uh, it was also announced, so a couple months ago, uh, the series director behind Tekken was being interviewed. Essentially he was being interviewed and it came out that Tekken X Street Fighter, uh, which ha- has was announced like forever ago and never came out, was cancelled. Um, at least that's that's what it, it seemed like in the interview. Uh, essentially it, it made it seem like the, the game had been cancelled. Now, this is the translated version, right? So, that it's like, you got to be careful, because sometimes it doesn't get translated properly. Uh, like I said, he was being interviewed at, uh, on the talk show Harada's Bar. And he said, quote, translation here, of course. Development stopped, but we got about 30% done. We wanted to show it, but the project died, unquote. Uh, this was announced literally 11 years ago, in 2010. Um, of course, Street Fighter X Tekken came out. So, essentially what it was, is they were both announced. Street Fighter X Tekken would be um, exactly what it sounds like, right? Street Fighter and Tekken characters fighting each other. But in that version, and, and I purchased it, I didn't like it because it was like all online, it was weird. It was all, um, it, was, uh, it was the Tekken characters, but in the Street Fighter engine, right? So the cel-shaded, stuff like that. And then Tekken X Street Fighter was going to be the Street Fighters coming to the Tekken world and being... More 3D, more more realistic, almost. Um, of course, of course, he he came out and said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, that, that's that's uh, not what I meant." Um, and he said uh, his actual words were saying, "Quote, up to 30 percent of the development was in progress, but it now it is still pending. Um, it is not a nice thing for us and for you. Um, it, it hasn't changed status, so it's not canceled. It's just in limbo." Right. Um, he did say, quote, We are still hopeful that TKXFSF will resume development when the opportunity arises. However, such a title cannot be moved just for the convenience of one company in terms of marketing and branding. And it also affects each other's development resources. For now, we are just waiting for the right opportunity. Uh, unquote. So, like I said, it was announced 11 years ago. And, uh... That's crazy. I mean, it, at this point, they said we and and this uh, in twenty seventeen we knew that they were thirty percent done. So nothing has happened in in, in years, which it sucks because that's a game I would definitely buy and play. Um, but hey, things happen, right? <laughs> not everything. Not everything in life is guaranteed, right? Not everything in life is guaranteed. That's for damn sure. Uh, moving on though. Uh, PAX West, or Penny Arcade Expo, uh, this year is returning to an in-person event. Uh, and it will happen this September. Uh, of course, it was last year. It was it was canceled and replaced with a, a digital event. Um, PAX West will return um, September 3rd through the 6th in Seattle at the Washington State Convention Center. Uh, and this is official from PAX. It says, quote, Since the last major North American on-location gaming event, PAX East 2020... Reed Pop and Penny Arcade have canceled six consecutive in-person shows, prioritizing the health of the PAX community. Show organizers are working with venue officials, local governments, and health authorities to determine event capacity, which will be reduced and ensure a safe setting. Uh, it also went on to say, "Quote: Detailed health and safety guidelines will be released in the lead-up to this year's convention." Um, so you can purchase four-day passes; those cost $230. Uh, Or you can get individual day passes for Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, and Monday. And those cost $60 each. Um, No date on when they will go on sale or or the limit. Um, And uh, it should be within the next two weeks per PAX. Journalists, YouTubers, and streamers can also apply for uh, badges to PAX West later this month, according to the press release. Um, So it looks like... It's returning, and it's going to be in person. And I'm guessing it will be a very, very limited capacity event, depending on how things are in September. We'll see how that turns out, and if it continues. A lot can change in the next couple of weeks. Um, so it's been announced that WB Games will be selling a studio. And apparently only one studio at that. They are selling their uh, mobile game studio, Playdemic Mobile... To EA, of all people. EA's been up in their mobile offering lately. Uh, For $1.4 billion cash. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, AT&T did say, though, however, they have no plans to sell any other Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment studios. So you can finally put those rumors to rest that they're going to be sold or bought up. Um... Uh, a quote on a press release from Warner or Warner media discovery says quote the remaining Warner Brothers games portfolio is included in the recently announced Warner media discovery transaction and will become of the combined media entertainment company after the expected close of that transaction unquote so they're not being sold all those studios will stay under the new mega corporation whatever you want to call it and then um, to round out all the, uh, uh, before our final bit of gaming, uh, to round out all the the heads of the different studios talking, uh, Phil Spencer today was uh, speaking with uh, Dropped Frames, which is a podcast. Uh, he did say, quote, We know kind of our range in the three to four week range. We don't have yet the exact day. There's some other things with some other game timing that we're trying to look at. We'll have a better clarity over the summer, but this isn't a month's thing. This is down to just a few weeks, unquote. Uh, quote, instead of picking this date and having to move it by a week, which at this point would feel like a fail, we don't want to do that. Let's wait until we're really solid on what the date is. But the team is very committed to holiday. We feel good about that, unquote. And if you are concerned and confused about what he's talking about, he is talking about the release date for Halo Infinite. Now, a lot of people are expecting, expecting it to drop on the 20th anniversary of both Halo and the original Xbox, which is November 15th. Unfortunately, that date is looking less and less likely as Forza Horizon 5 drops on November 9th. Now, I don't think Microsoft is going to want to drop two major franchises, two tentpole franchises, in the span of a week. Because that will eat into sales, right? You don't drop... Like, like that's that's like Universal putting, um, you know, uh, Fast 9 out this week and then saying, oh, five days later we're dropping Jurassic World Dominion. Like, no, they're not doing that because that is going to eat into their potential profits, into their potential sales. Yes, you can make the counter-argument, well, they're both going to be on Game Pass, so they don't really care. It's like, well, that too, but not everyone's on Game Pass. And, and I get that Halo Infinite multiplayer is free, but at the same time, it going back to movies again, you want butts in seats, you want ha- controllers in hand. You don't want to take away from one game for another. Unless it's your competitor, in essence, or or something. And yeah, racing games and shooting games, completely different ends of the spectrum. But, but, Forza Horizon is an arcade racer. So again, that that blurs more into casual than, say, regular Forza or, or you know, Gran Turismo on the PlayStation side. Microsoft is not going to want to compete with itself. So unfortunately, I don't think it's going to release on, on the 20th anniversary. Maybe an October release date. October's even really, really crowded. I maybe can see like a late November or even possibly a December at this point. But you got to realize they're also going to be waiting to see when, when Call of Duty drops. So we know Battlefield drops in October. Call of Duty will probably be October or November. And Microsoft is playing their cards to make sure they don't lose to those two games. Those are the two games they're going to be concerned about the most. And those two games are the people that are going to eat into their potential player base. So they are going to want to have enough buffer between them. Remember like four years ago when like Call of Duty, uh, uh Titanfall 2, Battlefield, like what was it? One, they all dropped within like a, a few weeks of each other. And it was just like you couldn't devote any time to anyone. Because it was all, just all over the place. And it's like, how can you play them all at once? And not and then EA just killing it, shooting itself in the foot that year. Like, Titanfall 2 and Battlefield in the same month? Come on, man. Come on. But, uh, essentially, the game's not getting delayed anymore, is what that says. It's It's just not. It's done. And the trailer at E3 proved that. And before we move on to our next topic, I did want to talk about Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart more. I don't think I really talked about it at all, really. Um, I beat it this weekend, uh, and I platinum platinum trophied it this week as well. And it it's it was really fun. Um, don't get me wrong; it was really fun. It was a uh, um, it looked amazing on on the console. And this though, I do have some complaints. Uh, and and it, it came out more that I've been using the the dual sense more, those those triggers man I I am worried about those long term, and I do not like how they just sometimes they're like adaptive and sometimes they're not I am not digging that at all, because there there's in Ratchet and Clank the weapons all have alternate fire pretty much, and. It, it just... When you're used to, like, like spamming a trigger for certain games... Mm-mm, man. Mm-mm. I do not like it, because it doesn't respond properly. The game, though, was great, right? And for someone who's never played a Ratchet & Clank game, this was a great introduction. Uh, solid 9 out of 10, if you ask me. Just for story, fun. Uh, not super long, not super hard. There were some parts that were somewhat infuriating. And, and again, things that, that were kind of not as responsive as they should be. And I don't know if that was just me playing it a certain way. I in in, you know but overall it was fun. Like I said, it was a very fun game. It looks really good. It looks really good, especially on a 4K TV. Uh, the hair fibers on, on Ratchet are unbelievable. Um but it, it was a fun game and it was it was interesting to play. Very, very different from what you expect on a platformer. Um, granted, you know, you have to bring platformers into the modern world, too. Uh, I almost do, I do want to go play the Ratchet & Clank from 2016. That was, that was free, uh, a few weeks back. Um, but no, it was a fun game. Um, but like I said, those, those adaptive triggers, man, that, that's a gimmick to me. I don't see that lasting a very long time. I just don't. And I see those, those triggers not lasting a very long time. Especially when Horizon Zero Dawn comes out. That's going to be infuriating. And I, I I don't know man I don't know I just don't but uh, moving on to uh to TV as i've I've wasted all, I've spent ninety percent of the show or what normally is ninety uh, percent of what a show would be talking about gaming today um <laughs> hey, that's the way the cookie crumbles. I'm using a lot of puns today. Hey, let's talk about TV, huh? So, Solar Opposites, the great Justin Roiland show on YouTube on Hulu, excuse me, is getting a fourth season, so I'm very excited about that. We just recently had the second season. They're working on the third season now. Uh, fourth season, probably in the near future. The Boys has added three new members to The Boys on Amazon. They are three completely original characters that were not Included in the original comic book run, and the third season drops later this year. And then, what is the best news that I've seen in a while? Even though it is uh, going to Apple Plus, and I'm I'm a little disappointed. Dan Harmon, uh, you know, creator of Community, Rick and Morty, is partnering with Nathan Pyle. Uh, and if you don't know who Nathan Pyle is, he is a uh, internet comic artist, web comic, I should say. Who uh, created Strange Planet. Uh, It's one of the best things I've ever seen. I have both of his books. Um, They're these little blue aliens that say things like very literally. Um, He is partnering with Nathan Pyle for an animated Strange Planet series at Apple. I could not be more excited for this. And it's going to be amazing probably. It, It just... I am so excited. I am so very, very excited for this. You, you don't understand. I, I, am just so excited to hear this. And um, here's just one of them from his first book. Uh, and it, it's uh, so it shows the alien driving, and it's like it says sustenance times, and it has a picture. It looks like Wendy's. It says steer close window. You know, drive up window. So it's very literal. And uh, one of the aliens turns to the person in the car. and says, whisper your choices to me so that I can tell them. Uh, i can yell them uh, and then it's like so it says greetings from the, the the little voice box and then uh it cuts to like him paying the person the person leaning out of the window says hello we do not trust you please give us the currency first and like the driver's like fair uh, and then it says we will inspect this snack as we also do not trust you and the 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 employees like fair right it's like they're funny i know that's not the best one but they're um one of them it's like they're throwing confetti and it's like at a birthday, and one of the persons is like, "Oh, tiny trash." It's it just, um, they're just it. They're just uh, they're funny, right? And and I enjoy them. And they're little. They're wholesome. And like they call the, the vacuum the roll suck, or uh, this one's like putting salt on it. it. Says why sprinkle minerals before ingesting? And the other one's like, I enjoy sprinkled minerals. And the other ones, but this could decrease your final revolution count. The other ones, perhaps I prefer fewer revolutions and more minerals, right? It's like, I want more salt. Screw you if I want more salt. It's They're funny, they're wholesome, and I, I can't wait to see how the show comes out, and I can totally see Dan Harmon voicing one of the characters. Um, and we'll, we'll talk more about Rick and Morty in a bit. Um, uh, uh, what am I saying? I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, the Bad Batch, baby. It was a really good episode. Last week. um, On Friday, I should say. And he saw the return of Crosshairs. So the Bad Batch essentially are fighting their brother. uh, Which was expected. um, But at the end of the episode... Is what was the greatest thing in, in quite some time in Star Wars. Cad fucking Bane is back, baby. The best bounty hunter... Other than older Boba Fett... Cad Bane... Returned to Star Wars... In the best way possible, taking out a squad of 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 stormtroopers and stealing Omega from the Bad Batch, and now we finally know who the who hired the bounty hunters to go after them, and it was the Kaminoans because they want Omega back because they don't want to lose the clones. Essentially, it's their their money makers, right? But the he does have a smaller hat, which is weird. Then his his you know his wide brim hat, but Cad fucking Bane baby, I cannot wait to see where it goes with him this week on this week's The Bad Batch. Um, that's my only review for The Bad Batch. I it finally picked up again and I'm I'm really liking it. it they're getting closer and closer to uh, being a part of the rebellion at this point. Uh, Loki, episode two because episode three aired today. Haven't had a chance to watch it yet. Uh, episode two was last week uh we finally got our look at what is presumed to be lady loki and already the show made a huge twist and i'm thinking oh, okay you know uh we're going to have a great buddy cop show with with loki and and owen wilson and and no 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 we're not <laughs> unless that changes uh no we're not and uh i can't wait to see where this goes cuz they're they're throwing a lot of ringers at us and i i can't wait to see what happens in today's episode Um, I'm really digging Loki a lot. It's it's honestly, right now, it is the best of the three Marvel Disney Plus shows. The Falcon and Winter Soldier was good. Loki's even better in two episodes in. Uh, And then Rick and Morty started on Sunday. And just when we think Morty is finally going to get a win, he's finally going to get his chance with Jessica. Nope. Time travel and dimension hopping shenanigans ensue, and are we really that surprised? <laughs> and and we finally figured out why Rick has this 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 feud with Mister Nimbus, this this mockery of, of of Aquaman and and more Namor than anything. Um, great episode though. Uh, the the subplot with Morty and the like the Narnian dimension was fucking hilarious though. Uh, it, it's free on YouTube. They released it, the uncensored version, free on YouTube for all to watch. Uh, the first episode of Season 5 of Rick and Morty. Um, and that is it for TV. Just a quick quick little recap. Uh, let's talk about movies. Um, there's a, a trailer I saw this week for a movie I did not expect to like have even on my radar. Uh, it's called This Is How It Ends. And it, it stars like a ton of of modern comedians and, and comedy actors. Um the the main um the main star or how it ends, sorry I'm calling this is how it ends. No, it's, it's just how it ends. Um and it, it stars uh Zoe Lister Jones, uh who's from the show Life in Pieces. Um she was in Whitney. Uh you might know her from I'm trying to think Of a movie that like a lot of people would know her from. And let me see. I think mostly from shows. Because she's been in comedy movies. um, But not like major, major comedy movies. Um, But she was in Life in Pieces for for quite a while. She was in a few episodes of New Girl. Uh, She was Friends with Better Lives. Um, she was the main, uh, main star in, in Whitney, and, um, uh, Delocated was another show, but anyway, um, she's really good in things that I've seen her in, this movie looks hilarious though, um, it's essentially about like a meteor that's about to hit Earth, and people like trying to come to terms with it, she's in it, Whitney Cummings is in it, Tawny Newsome, um, Nick Kroll, Bobby Lee, who's not in movies all the time, Fred Armisen, uh, Glenn Howerton, Bradley Whitford, um, uh, uh, Rob Hubble, Paul Shear, so Helen Hunt plays her mom, Colin Hanks, Charlie Day, uh, just pretty much like... Uh, hell, Paulie Shore is playing himself in it, right? So, like, this movie looks great. Um, I guess it already came out... Um, at Sundance, so I whatever it it has a seventy percent pretty much on Rotten, which is fine. It's a comedy movie. Um, it will come out on July twentieth. I would definitely watch uh, the trailer. Um, like I said, it it uh, looks great. Anyway, moving on. Uh, check out the trailer. Um, Kevin Feige uh, was asked about uh, if Black Widow succeeds. Will will there be other prequel or spinoff films? And he responded with a resounding, Probably. Now, let's see who should get prequel movies. Um, Which don't make sense, because obviously, you know, the first movie... Like, you're not going to get a prequel uh, uh, Iron Man. You're not going to get a prequel Cap, right? If anything, you'd get a prequel Hawkeye movie even though we're getting a show, which is a sequel, though. Um, if I wanted a prequel, I would want something like... Because um, Black Widow, whatever, I could care less. you know. I, I get it, but at the same time, it's like, of all people to get a solo movie, people don't care about Nat that much, let's be honest, right? They cared about her enough that they cried when she died in Endgame, but not that... I wonder how how well this movie will do. Let's let's be fair here. Uh but it's Scar Joe, so who knows? Um I'm trying to think of who should get like a prequel movie that would be really good. Okay. Uh a prequel movie with like a young Scott not Scott Lang, but a young uh Hank Pym. So like D.H. Age uh Michael Douglas kind of movie. Or um a prequel movie could be like a movie about uh I'm trying to think of characters that are like well established. Oh, you could do one with like a young uh, uh, Lawrence Fishburne's character Goliath, right? Or a prequel movie about young Thor and Loki. I mean, there there there's not a whole lot. Or maybe like Peter Quill and the Ravagers. See, that's a movie I'd watch. Like a a prequel to the Guardians of the Galaxy. For sure. Um, I'm just trying to think of other other characters. You get a prequel about. Because there's not a whole lot. Because uh, most of them are established in their first film. So there's not a whole lot of room for prequels. Um, running around. So it'd be it'd be interesting to see. Or like a spin-off. Maybe a spin-off. A villain spin-off right. They could always do that. But we'll see. Uh, Black Widow releases in two weeks. Um, also. Uh, in the news, DC has been allowing a lot of images to come out recently from their uh, films, upcoming films. Uh, the first of which, uh, Shazam, put out official looks at the new costumes for the Shazam family, including Shazam himself. Um, they they essentially just cleaned up the costumes and um, made the the lightning bolts a little bit better, not as not as like uh, cartoony looking, which which I which I. Which I uh, do enjoy. I, I, cannot wait for, uh, the sequel. Um, uh, the other thing that, that it looks like they announced, uh, the, um, they have replaced Mary Marvel's, um, they've replaced Mary Marvel's character with the actress who plays, um, Mary in general. Um, so, let me see, um, Grace Fulton will be playing Mary and Mary Marvel. So when she transforms um, into into the new uh, into her new or her Marvel form, I should say, or her captain, are they calling her Mary Marvel? Uh, into her Shazam form, I guess. Um, I'm trying to find the picture, just oh, here it is. yeah, so the the colors are a little more subdued, which is fine. Um, Adam Brody's back, uh, to play, um, Billy, not Billy, but, uh, what's his name? Um, Captain Marvel Jr. Um, shoot, I can't think of what his Shazam name is. Anyway, um, but yes, they're, they're, they're all back. Um, and I'm digging the new outfits. Like I said, they're, they're, they're not as colorful, which is fine. Uh, The lightning bolts are more pronounced. I can't wait to see how this uh, plays into, though, with... um, How this will play with with Black Adam, though. So it'll be interesting to see. Uh, Then, of course, we got another tease of essentially what... um, What Supergirl is going to look like in the Flash movie. And then set pictures leaked of... Um, I can't talk today, of, of Supergirl. Uh, she's not blonde, so I can already hear people complaining around the world that Supergirl isn't blonde in the Flash movie. And it's like, who gives a fuck, right? It makes more sense for Superman's cousin to not be blonde, right? Like, who cares? Um, The outfit is a departure from what we're used to seeing with Supergirl, um, however, the material is clearly reminiscent of, of Henry Cavill's super, super suit, uh, and it, it does have the same stylized S, and it has um, some different shapes inside of the S. It probably still stands for hope. I saw one website joking. Um, and then there's more red, so that the shoulders are all red. So instead of it just being like something with the, related to the cape or something like that, the shoulders are all red. It's a very interesting look. Uh, I I I'm I remember seeing it in the comics somewhere, right? I don't remember exactly where, but I do remember somewhere in the comics um, seeing it uh, as that uh, the red shoulder. So it looks good to me. Um, I'm excited to see where the Flash movie goes. I think it's going to be great. Uh, there's also been set pictures of of of, of um, Michael Keaton. Uh, as as an older Bruce Wayne. So I'm all in, baby. I am all in on that. Uh, and to stick with DC for a minute here, uh, we got a new Suicide Squad trailer. And it focuses more on uh, Idris Elba, Elba's character, uh, who is Bloodsport. Yes. And he's in jail for shooting Superman with a kryptonite bullet. We got to see more of Starro, more of King Shark... Uh, more hilarious stuff from John Cena's Peacemaker. So, that movie releases in August. I am counting down the days. That movie looks fucking great. Um, moving on. Um, Scarlett Johansson has been announced to have signed with Disney to star in a Tower of Terror movie. Which will now be the third major motion picture from Disney to focus on a Disney Park ride. Yes, there was a Tower of Terror movie on Disney Channel, but that doesn't count. Um, Harrison Ford has unfortunately hurt himself uh, filming a fight scene on the the uh, for Indiana Jones five. And uh, before we talk about our last movie story, uh, so Fast and Furious nine comes out this weekend. I am definitely going to go see it now. If I go to see it in IMAX, is is a bit of a contention. So. Uh, Jurassic World Dominion has announced that they will be dropping a, uh, I don't know how long it's going to be, but there's going to be like a a teaser for Jurassic World Dominion that is airing before Fast 9 in IMAX only. Uh, And this teaser will essentially go back to like prehistoric times and show the origin of Rexy uh, and some other dinosaurs in their natural form, Uh, so scientifically accurate forms, not the in-gen created forms we see in in the canon. Um, and this will essentially show the the first... Uh, so it sh- will show the uh, mosquito biting the dinosaur. Um, and, and some of it... Like a few seconds of it have been released online. It looks gorgeous. Um, but I can't wait to see it. I, hopefully it gets released online... Um, before or after Fast 9 leaves theaters. Um, if not, I get it. Because maybe it will be in the actual film. And they don't want it to get overhyped online. Um, but I... I'm definitely gonna go try and see Fast Nine in theater so I can watch that Jurassic World Dominion tease. If not, I'll just see regular Jurassic or Jurassic World uh Fast and Furious 9. And uh, we'll be talking about it on next week's episode. Um with that being said though, my uh, last bit of movie news, we're going to be talking about Transformer 7. Uh Transformer 7 was officially announced yesterday. Uh it will release in June 2022. Uh, So next year, so that means they're probably going to start filming very soon. Uh, It will take place in 1994 uh, between New York and Peru, and it will be called Transformers. Hold on. Transformers Rise of the Beasts. So we're getting Beast Wars mythology here, folks. That means the Maximals, the Predacons, the Terrorcons, right? The Decepticons will not be the main villains, but the Terrorcons will be. Uh, it will see the return of Peter Cullen as Optimus Prime. And they said this will kind of bridge the gap between Bumblebee and the original Michael Bay films. So even though Bumblebee was like a soft reboot, uh, this is essentially going to be a, a, a bridge. Um, so we will see Optimus Prime um, in a somewhat G1 style um body just like we did in the beginning of Bumblebee, and then somewhat of a um uh, a mix before the michael Bay films um so this is uh it will be directed by Stephen Caple jr who directed Creed two, and um the official synopsis is this: returning to act to the action and spectacle that first captured moviegoers around the world fourteen years ago with the original Transformers. Transformers: Rise of the Beasts will take audiences on a '90s globe-trotting adventure and introduce the Maximals, Predacons, and Terracons to the existing battle on Earth between Autobots and Decepticons. Unquote. That means we're getting Optimus Primal and Megatron, a version of Megatron as the purple dinosaur, folks. I fucking love Beast Wars. We're already getting a Beast Wars crossover with War for Tri- Cybertron over on Netflix. We're seeing the re-release of the of the Beast Wars Transformers toys. You know, I, I have the Megatron um, because I, I had to have that one because that was my favorite one as a kid, and I traded it away. Granted, I got the um, I got the Dragon Megatron from the later seasons, so I'm, it's neither here nor there, nor there. Um, but I'm all in, baby. I am all friggin' in. So between Brooklyn and Peru, um, it will also... um, The the main characters per Capel Jr. are Noah, an ex-military electronics whiz, uh, uh, being played by Anthony Ramos, who you can see in In the Heights right now. And it will also include Elena, who is an artifacts researcher, played by Dominic Fishback, uh, who was most recently in Judas and the Black Messiah. Um... It, there was a virtual event that some people were invited to. They showed off uh, some of the concept art. Like I said, uh, Optimus Prime with Peter Cullen returning to do the voice in a G1 form. Um, but like I said, it will kind of be a carryover between the two. Bumblebee is now going to an off-road Camaro form. Uh, joining the Autobots will be RC, um, who will have a, a larger role. Uh, Mirage, uh, who is going to be a... Anti-Authority Porsche 911, um, so Optimus Primal, Air Razor, and Rhinox will be in it. The prime villain of the film will be Scourge, um, who takes symbols from his victims and fuses them onto his own body as trophies, whoa. And then Nightbird will be, uh, his dangerous ninja right hand, um, The director also went on to say, quote, or sorry, the producer, uh, Roberto de De Bonaventure, or Lorenzo de Bonaventure. God, I can't, I'm not paying attention to anything today. He said, quote, one of the most important things we were trying to do with this movie is give the audience a lot of new. Our hope was how do we find a new set of villains and how do we find a new set of priorities for these villains? If you've seen and been a fan of the other movies, you're going to see villains you've never seen before. And you're going to see Autobots you've never seen before. It's one of the driving decisions we're making. Fortunately for us, Transformers has a lot of tribes. So there's a really large base of characters. This movie is bringing a lot of those tribes together. This will release a year from tomorrow. Like I said, I'm guessing they're, they're literally f- starting filming soon. I'm all fucking in, baby. I wanted a Beast Wars movie from the beginning. And if we can get a all I want is Megatron as um all I want is Megatron as the purple T Rex. That's all I want. That's all I want, and I hope I get it. That's all I really care about. <laughs> but hey, guys, that is um that is it, folks, for Nick's Nerd News this week. Uh, we will be back next week with a new episode. Like I said, we'll be talking about Fast 9. Uh, happy you guys could stick around this week. And uh, as always, check out nixnerdnews.com. We did make some changes there. Um, so that way everything's more updated. Proper links, updated links. And um, that way uh, we know that you guys are, are getting the, the right things. Um, also... um. While you're there, you know, you can listen to the show right in your browser. Or if you prefer, we're on Spotify, we're on Google Podcasts, we're on Apple Podcasts. You guys can check us out on all three. Uh, Also, while you're there, check out our social media tab. You can see our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram feeds all in one fun place. Post a lot of fun memes. You guys can check them out. Or just search Nick's Nerd News on your preferred social media platform of choice. And with that, I will catch you guys on the flip side.